the gladiator mentality and people look at us like, oh, okay, really? Or, yeah, really. All right, let's do this. Diamond Envy Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler McComas. Diamond Envy is always brought to you by Cavens Construction, CavensConstruction.com. The wait is over. I made it. You made it. We made it. And as I'm recording in the ref studios, first pitch is about six hours away. A little bummed I have to pay a small fortune this weekend to watch the games, but that's all right. That's okay. I'm not going to uh, complain about flow softball this entire uh, podcast today, even though I really want to. It's all the good vibes today. No bad vibes here. Not even towards Jen Schroeder, which, by the way, dang, you guys got after her last night on social media. Maybe uh, we can get her on the podcast soon to uh, further explain what she was trying to say uh, here recently. That was uh, that was quite the take. Softball's back, though, which means all is right in the world. No Kenzie Hansen this weekend. Hopefully she's able to return soon with that appendix issue. And I'm going to go ahead and guess that that's going to be the case. I, th- I don't think Kenzie will be sidelined for all that long. I still project a big-time season for her, so uh, bummer that we don't get to see her this weekend now that she's fully healthy or was fully healthy and ready to go after last year's injury. She's got to deal with this, but uh, I I think she's going to be okay in the end. By the way, who's talking about a three-peat? Who in the heck is doing that? Okay, maybe I have been, but I tell you who's not talking about a three-peat. That's Patty Gasso and her softball team. She made that uh, pretty clear earlier this week, and I'll play the audio for you here shortly. But, you know, Patty acknowledged that this team knows that they have an opportunity to three-peat, but, you know, it's not like they're completely unaware of it, you know, but it's not something they talk about. Here's Patty on that. We don't talk about winning three-peat. Those are words that we're not really talking about around here um, because it's premature. It's really about the process, it's the journey, it's all of that. All the work we put in and now just playing it out, I can't tell you how excited they are to play someone else in a different uniform. And so it's just starting off, you know, we're just focusing on weekend per weekend. We're just not going down that, that rabbit hole right now. It just it's, it's a scary place to take them, to hear them talk about. So... Um, yeah, I just we're just trying to keep it very day to day and very simple and not get overwhelmed with looking at rankings and things that don't make absolutely any sense right now. So, it's a new team. It's a completely different look. So, the similarities are are not as much there as they were in 16 and 17. So, it it's a different approach. Well, I don't know about you, but I believe her. I mean, kind of like I always do, um, because there's been a real trend, you know, with this program. It feels like each team has their own unique hunger to stand out amongst the other great teams this program has had. Because, you know, if you think about it, there's been six national championship teams and a whole lot of WCWS appearances. Like, it takes a lot to stand out within this program right now. It takes a special year with special players and some memorable moments to truly stand out amongst the incredible run that OU softball has had for the past 20-plus years. This feels like this is another team that wants to be remembered as great. Like The drive is the drive's there. I, I heard that with their media availability earlier this week from Patty, from Grace, from Jada. I don't question that the drive is there with this team. 
you know, you have returning players who know what that winning feeling feels like. You know, maybe they're probably even a bit addicted to that feeling at this point. You have that combined with newcomers that are trying to experience it for themselves, you know, be it in the portal or through recruiting. A lot of these newcomers, probably all these uh, newcomers, have not felt the feeling that Grace Lyons and Jada Coleman and Kinsey Hansen and Jordy Ball and so many others have felt. They're probably chasing that quite a bit too, you know. So once again, I'm buying what Patty is selling and if that's the attitude of this team, like if the attitude of this team is, yeah, we're not talking about championships, we just really want to be great, and they're willing to do what it takes to be great, and then you combine that with the talent on this roster, I feel good about this team three-peating. And here's more on that from Grace. I think our goal is just to go out and, uh, you know, to win games, do the best we can, hit the ball hard uh, and see what happens. But uh, definitely having championships under our belt um, is an advantage because, you know, we're confident. We know that we're talented, but um, that's not our ultimate goal um, to go win another. Um, I know, you know, in the back of our minds it is, but ultimately we want to we want to be the best that we can be, the best team that maybe OU has ever had. Um, and I think that's kind of our main mentality going into season. Yeah, I love that. And look, I don't take that as they don't care about winning. Of course they care about winning, but understand the message here. What their main concern is, they're not going into the season focused on winning the national championship. That's not their front focus. It's to be the best team that they can be. And they know that if they're the best team that they can be, it's probably going to meet a national championship because it has six times previously, right? So that's just kind of the focus is... There's no sense in worrying about a national championship right now. Let's focus on being the best version of ourselves. And if that's in the cards in the end, then that's that's probably it's probably going to work out. So I love that. But okay, I, I just said that I'm picking this team to three Pete. And it was almost like just a throwaway statement, like, yeah, 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 okay, come on. This team's gonna win another national championship. They're way too talented. They're gonna three peat. Let, let me address that a little bit further. Like, yeah, I, I think this team wins a title this year. Like, that's my pick. And odds are, if you're out there listening, you probably do too. But I really don't want to come off as, yeah, this is gonna be easy. Best team, they're gonna cruise. I really don't want to come off that way because it's really hard to win a national title. It's really hard to win a title. You know, I know OU might make it look easy sometimes, but it's going to be a really challenging year. Everyone, and I mean everyone, is gunning for this softball team. It's a tough spot to be in. Now, do I think that OU is going to be able to handle that this year? I do, yes, absolutely. But last year may have been the best softball team ever, and that team still faced elimination even before the championship series. Now, they responded in a championship manner, but it's not like that team just cruised easily throughout the entire uh, bracket in OKC. they, they, They suffered a loss. The championship team before that faced elimination twice. Lost to James Madison, lost to Florida State in the first game of the championship series. You just never know who's going to be hot in the sport. So I don't want for a second to take for granted what this team might accomplish down the road. It will be a challenge. And you know what? I hope it is a challenge. It's way more enjoyable that way. Let it be tough. But don't take it for granted because what we're seeing, this is not normal. Like, enjoy what you have here because you can never, ever take a dynasty like this for granted. Don't do it. 
All right, uh, let me tell you a little bit more about our friends at Cavens Construction, title sponsor of the podcast. What do we say every single episode? Five-tool player, just like T.R.A. Jennings, right? Uh, mold removal is big for Cavens right now. Uh, emergency repairs are always big for Cavens. If you've got an issue with your home or your office building, CavensConstruction.com. They can really do anything. If you've got an issue at your home, I hope that you don't. If you've got an issue with your office building, I hope that you don't. But the one thing that I can do for you is tell you that CavensConstruction.com can help you with everything. So again, Gary and the team, big supporters of OU softball and the Sooners as a whole, go support Gary as well, CavensConstruction.com, uh, with all of your home and office needs. All right. So we got to get into picks and predictions since, well, first pitch is about six hours away. By the way, send me yours. A lot of you do follow me on Twitter, so slide in those DMs. Tell me who you think is going to win the national championship, who's going to play in the national championship series, who's the MVP, surprise player of this team, whatever. If you got a hot take, uh, send it at my DMs. And if you're not listening already, at Tyler underscore McComas, last name spelled M-C-C-O-M-A-S, is uh, where you can find me on social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, or just email me, TylerMcComas08 at Yahoo.com. All right, team MVP for me. I really want to pick Kenzie Hansen. Really do. I really want to pick Kenzie Hansen. I was so close to doing it, and I'm not going to, not because of the injury. I I wanted to pick Jordy Ball as well. I legit even thought about Jada Coleman. Apparently, Jada's bat is going to have a ton of power this year, per Patty earlier this week. But then I came to my senses a little bit. Even though, like, Grace Lyons, throw her in there. There's like four or five legitimate team MVP candidates. But then I thought to myself, like, come on. Like, Tiare Jennings will go down as the best second baseman in program history and probably one of the best players in program history. Like, this is not a bull pick at all. For that, I apologize. But it's Tiare Jennings for me. I think Tiare will lead this team in just about every single offensive category this year. Home runs, hits, RBIs, runs scored. She's special. You, you, you know that. And I think that she's about to have a really special year. Um, I, I think she's going to be known as the best softball player in the entire country this year. That's why a couple episodes ago, OU will replace the best player with the best player. Well, that's because I think Tiara Jennings will be the best player in all of college softball right now. So there's a lot to be excited there. Surprise player. You know, this one's tough because, you know, you really know everyone at this point, right? Uh, the starting nine that they're going to trot out, it's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe some of these names haven't played in an OU uniform just yet, but you know all about Haley Lee and what she's bringing from A&M. You know all about Sid Sanders and what she's bringing from Arizona State. Heck, you even know about these freshmen now at this point. But if I got to go with the surprise player this year, how about Kirsten Deal? You know, she was one of, if not the most heralded recruit in the entire country. But, you know, you have Jordy Ball, you have Alex Duraco, you have Nicole May. I think Nicole's poised to have her best year, by the way, also per Patty. She agrees with me on that. But I don't know if KD, which apparently is her nickname, KD isn't being talked about nearly as much as if she played for any other program out there. Like she, if she was, you know, I, I, I forget where KD was considering going, but she goes most places. She's probably number one in the circle as a true freshman to start the year. Um, I, I, it may take her a bit to get going, 
And I don't think that I don't think she'll necessarily be a one or a two this year. But Patty is going to put Kirsten Deal in some challenging spots this year, and that's going to help her grow. And I think she's going to flourish in those spots. I think we'll be saying after the season that Deal is ready to be a star moving forward her sophomore year. I don't think she'll be as good as Jordy Ball. I don't think that she'll be as steady as Alex Duraco. I feel good that's your one and two. But could Deal be your number three and pitch some big innings in the postseason? Absolutely. I don't know if Kirsten Deal counts as an under-the-radar player or a surprise player, but if she does, that's who I'm going with. Uh, How about the favorite player of the Diamond Envy podcast this year? You know, it was Lindsey Elam last year. We love our captains around here. And, of course, Lindsey Elam was the first-ever guest on the Diamond Envy podcast, which always helps. But I love Riley Boone's passion. Am I the only one that enjoys that? Like, she's probably going to be hitting at the bottom of the order. But how do you not love the speed that she brings? Especially in that almost second leadoff role when you have the uh, the nine hole and you get back to the top of the order. Her ability to put the ball on the ground and create havoc on the bases is, I think, invaluable for this team. They're going to hit a lot of home runs. They're going to hit for power. They're going to hit for average. I just love being able to throw in at the bottom of the order Riley Boone and how fast she is. I love that. I love she knows what she brings, and I love what she brings. I expect that to be a constant, both at the plate and in right field, because I I think her defensive – Her defensive abilities are maybe a little bit underrated as well. Keep bringing that passion, Riley. Riley Boone, officially the favorite player of the Diamond Envy podcast this season. All right, let's hear from another one of our great sponsors uh, before we get to more uh, preseason predictions here. Let's get to another one of our great sponsors, Dr. Amanda Sadler. Dr. Sadler, do I need to take supplements as an athlete? That is a great question, Tyler. So the very short answer is most likely yes. Um, The longer answer just brings in a couple other questions like what supplements are we talking about? How long are you wanting to take them? What dosage? And so, um, you know, there's a lot of myths about supplements. The first thing I talk to my patients about is, you know, when we just look at the word supplement, it's meant to be short term. And so some people hear about a supplement that, you know, they've heard on social media, perhaps maybe another friend or athletes taking it and they start taking it and then they take another one. And before they know it, they're taking 10 things. You have no idea how they interact with each other, if they're even helping. And so, you know, supplements, first of all, are short term. You can, you know, apply them, take them, and then there's got to be an endpoint to them. And then when we look at all different supplements, especially from an athlete's perspective, you do need some, you need some extra nutrients, you need some extra macronutrients, which is your carbs, your proteins, your fats. And so we want you to be efficient in using those. And a lot of physicians or other people will say, you know, if you take vitamins or supplements, it's just a waste of money. You kind of pee them out. What a waste. Well, what your body doesn't need, you do essentially pee out, but what you need, you use. And so my goal is with some specialty tests to find out actually what you need if you're depleted in any of these things, what dosage you need so we can maximize um, your health and your wellness. So you get what you need. You don't get any extra. You're not putting any stress, extra stress on your body. And when you get to a point that you need to stop those, you're able to. Appreciate Dr. Amanda Sadler's continued support of the Diamond Envy podcast. Remember, if you want to feel better, have more energy, and optimize your health and wellness, Dr. Amanda Sadler at the new In Motion Clinic in Norman 
We'll work with you to bridge the gap between fitness and functional medicine. For more information, call 405-515-4040. That's 405-515-4040. In motion because what moves you moves us. All right, uh, back to our preseason predictions here. You know, as when I really start to look towards the overall team success, I don't think we're talking undefeated season late in conference play like we did last year. This non-conference schedule might be too challenging for that. And look, I already picked OU to win the national championship just a few minutes ago. Obviously, I think that they're going to be really good. But we've talked about it now for a couple of episodes. This might be the toughest schedule OU softball has ever had before. Certainly on the non-conference side, you, you can argue that. But just as an overall schedule, this is a beast. It's a beast of a schedule. Especially when you got the uh, target on the back uh, on your back right now that... You are the best program in the entire sport. So I don't think that we're going to be talking late in the year about this team going undefeated. And guess what? That's okay. This team can be every bit as good as a year ago, even if they have three losses at the time last year suffered its first loss. This may be, like I said, this may be the most challenging non-con slate ever in program history. Patty doesn't even think there'll be as many run rules this year. I, I probably agree with that. Which, by the way... Patty basically said that she didn't want as many run rules uh, this season. She said that earlier this week, which that's that's how you know that you're cruising along as a program, right? Yeah, I just really hope, really hope that we don't have as many run rules this year. And it makes sense. I get where she's coming from. She wants her team to develop. She wants her pitchers to get more innings. And it's hard to do that when you're beating everyone 15 and nothing in five innings or in four innings. And you lose some reps for the younger players that's very valuable uh, throughout the regular season portion of the schedule. So I, I, I agree. Not as many run rules. They'll, they'll have their fair share of run rules. Don't get me wrong. Um, that's going to make this team better, and I think it's going to make them battle-tested, which is what you want come postseason, right? I think this team will host a regional. I think this team will host a super regional, and I do think this team will make it back to Oklahoma City. I've got a feeling about UCLA this year. I feel like they're going to improve and improve throughout the year, and they're a good team coming into the year. I think they're preseason number two. I think we have a matchup of the two Titans in the sport in Oklahoma City in the championship series. And I think OU's going to win that in three games. OU three-peats, and they'll do it over UCLA in a winner-take-all game. How about that for a crazy ratings game? That would do well ratings rise. Why? Uh, right? I mean, you, you've already seen these ratings climb for the Women's College World Series. Now you're going to put OU and UCLA together in the championship series? That's, that's where the massive ratings are going to come in. The two titans in the sport going three games for the national championship. OU trying to go for a three-peat. UCLA trying to take back the crown of the best program in the sport. That's... That's what we. That's what you got to ask for at this point. That's to me the most exciting potential championship series matchup, and uh, I I think that we're probably going to get it uh, this year. That's just a guess for me. A lot of things can happen. Florida State will be good. Florida will be good. Bam will be good. You know, there's going to be a surprise team out there, be it in the ACC or the Big Ten or maybe even the Pac-12 as well. But it's going to be a big-time season, a lot of big-time returning players, a lot of really good teams that will contend for a national championship. This might be the most fun um, year that we've seen, just college softball as a whole. So we got the games coming up, 6 o'clock tonight. OU will open up against Duke in the Mark Campbell Invitational 
in Irvine, California after that game is completed. Uh, they're going to take on Liberty later on this evening. Flowsoftball.com. I wish you could password share on there. You know, it wouldn't be as bad as we could if we could password share on that. Come together as a group on the Diamond Envy podcast, but unfortunately, that's not the case. Duke and Liberty Thursday night. Uh, Stanford on Friday night, 17th-ranked Stanford, 14th-ranked Washington on Saturday night, and then, of course, San Jose State, 2 p.m. on uh, Sunday afternoon. Challenging weekend. Three top 25 teams this weekend, and you're going to do it without your starting catcher and a hitter in the middle of your order, which you guys have heard me say several times. I'll say it again, I guess. I think Kenzie Hansen's going to have a massive year. If you roll through this five-game set and you don't feel the effects of losing Kinsey Hansen, I think we already know what the talent level of this team is, but that's going to speak pretty big volumes about the overall talent level. If you lose who I think is going to be one of the better players of the sport this year, and it doesn't look like you feel it. Be interested to see how this team responds without Kinsey Hansen in the middle of the order and uh, behind the plate as well. But it's here. We made it. Let's go. OU softball is underway. Ah. <sighs> Cannot wait. All is right in the world. Again, send me all of your predictions, all your hot takes. We'll hit uh, some of those coming up uh, in the later episode. Going to try to do a, a quick wrap-up episode. Uh, we got the Super Bowl on Sunday, so hopefully I can do it Sunday night or, or maybe even Monday morning to kind of uh, almost like a post-game show feel for what happens in the Mark Campbell Invitational. But thank you to everyone out there that continues to listen. Keep listening. Keep subscribing, keep commenting, keep sharing it with your uh, your other uh, OU softball friends. It is the Diamond Envy Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler McComas. Enjoy the softball starting tonight. We'll talk to you later on uh, this week right here on the Diamond Envy Podcast. Hey,